Hello, and welcome to the Champ We Are United podcast. Um, good evening. I'm your host for tonight. My name's Matt. Um, this is episode 55, um, and I am joined tonight by my two co-presenters. Um, and first of all, we have in the top left-hand corner of my screen, we have Simo. Hi, Simo. Hi, Matt. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Not too Looking bad. for another interesting evening. Hope, hopefully so. Hopefully so. We can't be the judges of that, but well, who knows? And also, I'm joined below Simo on my screen by the luscious locks of Ridders. Hi, Ridders. <laughs> you have to warn me about saying that. That's quite funny. I'm sorry, um, I know, I know. <laughs> No, that's fine. Uh, yes, hello everyone. Good to be doing another podcast. Um, a bit more footy comic goodness on the way. Um, looking forward to it with my luscious locks. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And that's not to say, I mean, Simo is just luscious. He hasn't got the locks, so he's just luscious. Just, he's just, just been, all over. He's just a luscious luscious, guy. luscious all over. He's got it all going yeah. on. He's got it all going on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so it's the three of us tonight. Obviously, we're still without our, our leader, Goal. Um, he's still off gallivanting on his, um, I don't know, tour. he's doing his one-man show. Run out of money. <laughs> well, he couldn't have run out of money if he's still still off gallivanting. Yeah. What do you reckon? Well, he's back for the next one. We know he's gone through the whole lot. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he tells me he's due to be back for the next one. So everyone can like, look forward to that one um, as he comes to the end of his tour. So yeah, stand by for better puns. Yeah. Be sure about better yeah. um, impressions. Yeah. But um, yeah. So he'll be, he'll be a bit of Ronnie Corbett, a bit of Jimmy Greaves, a bit of all sorts, really. So, um, yeah, so God, we'll be back for the next one. And then just, just while we're talking, I guess, about um, future episodes, um, great news is that friend of the show, David Skew, is going to come back again. Again, everybody says again. Yes, he's coming back again. Um, so we're very lucky to have him come back. Um, he's probably coming back um, towards the end of August. So, um, yeah, so we'll look forward to that. But anyway, that's enough for, for, for now for future episodes. So it's... Um, Let's crack on with this one. So I'll, I'll go through the, the running order just to let you know what we're going to cover today. Um, so first of all, I'm going to do a bit of feedback, which we've got by social media. Then I'm going to talk about the recent announcement of a new um, Rocky Race book um, by Rebellion um, called Soccer Diaries. Um, then we're going to go straight into one of the famous and really popular Ridders reviews. Ridders, what are you going to review for, for us this episode? Um, yeah, we're looking at um, Picture Story Monthly 225. Uh, it's called On the Cheap. And it's, uh, of course, it's a, a United story uh, from 1995. So, yeah, we're going to dig into that a bit later on. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Looking forward to that. And then finally, I'm going to wrap up by talking about the comic Scoop. Um, this has been mentioned, we've mentioned this a few times really, Scoop, the DC Thompson um, publication, mainly going through the 1982 annual. I know, um, I think a lot of uh, listeners and also kind of 
um, contributors to social media pages have got like, like the annuals as well. So we're going to go, we're going to delve into one of the annuals, 1982 annual. Um, and then we'll kind of wrap it up after doing a bit of the website and and Twitter handle and we'll say goodbye. So um, sound good? Mm. You okay with that there? Simo, you're going to join Sounds in great. and kind of uh, do the voice of reason or unreason? The annoying voice in the background, yeah. The, the annoying voice in the background, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're drinking though. So come on, Simo, what are you drinking? Uh, it's, uh, it's not as exciting as it looks. Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max, yeah. Yeah, well, I can good. tell. I can tell. I can spot that. I can tell. I can tell the difference visually between Pepsi really? Max and oh, yeah, and Coke yeah, Zero. Is, is, it, is, it, is it the amount of bubbles, or is it the the tone of the colour, or? Yeah, it's, it's more caramelly. Yeah, I, I can't tell you my, <laughs> my trade secrets, but um, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Riddles, what are you drinking? Uh, oh, it's a uh, orange cordial. Orange cordial, oh. god dear. Yeah. Orange cordial, god. Well, Come on, hold it up, Riddles. Let's have a look. Orange cordial, and it's the end of it, and it's oh, it's, it's not weak. very exciting. It's weak orange cordial because I was drinking. Friday and Saturday night, uh, a lot. Okay. So this is me atoning for my Friday oh, and Saturday right. night drinking by having one small glass of orange cordial, and that's fixed everything. So I'm all right now. It's, it is pure balance. Pure balance, and it's. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's not dry January. It's a dry 16th of July. Basically, basically yeah. that's what that's what you're going for. Yeah. For about an hour. Yeah. Okay. Well done. Good for yeah. you. Good for you. I'm on water, by the way. Before we get onto the anyway, um, enough enough for drinks. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's crack on. So, um, first item in the running order, yeah, so it's, it's um, feedback from last episode. So, last episode was episode 54. I doubt everybody remembers. It was, a, it was a United champ. We are United, actually United special, if you remember. Um, there's a review of local rivals. You did three episodes. I think you did the three... Yeah. Three books you did, yeah, yeah, three books, yeah, and then we right, had yeah. the um master champ challenge, Simo answer, answer questions on United, yeah, and did rather yeah. well, since you remember, did very well, did very well with my questions that I will make much harder if we ever do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and one easy way to beat me, easy, easy way, just do the questions from the football picture story monthlies. I'll get probably zero. <laughs> no, no, it's, I've, I've got to do it on champ, and I've got to beat you on champ. So it's it's personal now. Yeah, the United, the United <laughs> issues of uh, football story monthly. Though. I mean, like I say, if you ever want to get your revenge, that's the way to do it. Because I, I can't. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know where you got. I mean, obviously, you guys have got all the physical copies anyway, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I've got downloads, and I cannot find them for love and money. No, champ ones and the victor ones. Not a problem, but no, yeah. good story. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Well, you know, I think if, if Ridders was a, was a was a true mate and um, he'd just like PDF them all, wouldn't he, and send them all over to us. But, you know, it's fine, you know, it's fine, you know. <laughs> I understand he's got a life to leave as well. It would only take two or three seconds, wouldn't it? Maybe one day. Maybe one day, once I finish his orange cordial, maybe I'll yeah. get around to it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> your whole day to do it, wouldn't it? It's crazy. Oh. They're big, aren't they? They're big things. Um, yeah. yeah, so the feedback, the feedback, we've got some really good feedback. So on, this is on the um, Roy the Rovers 40 Years Later page. Uh, Thomas Hunter um, said, another cracking episode. Um, liked, really liked um, 
the cover continuity errors, you know, the continuity errors which you spotted. Yeah. Ridders. Yeah, okay. um, yeah. And I think a lot of people like kind of pulling that because it's quite interesting, isn't it? I mean, it's, yeah. And it's it, always. Sometimes they sort, of, they sort of stick out a little bit, don't they? And you go back to them in your head yeah. when you're reading them. And I always try to find a, a way out of them. <laughs> to try yeah. to explain it in my head I, that's what I always do with those yeah. things yeah yeah. I suppose it's like when you watch yeah. a film franchise isn't it that you really love and there's like one bad episode in it and you try and justify yeah. what's so bad <laughs> yeah you don't hate it yeah yeah, yeah like we're, we're on their side aren't we we're on their side we're not exactly. kind of trying to pick yeah yeah yeah, yeah we want it to work community areas I'd, I'd still love to see them you know bring out another 100 or 200 or whatever it's just a little oh, bit yeah. If, if you what if you've gone through the whole lot right from the very early champ days, the, the more you've been invested in the story, the more you're going to notice if something doesn't quite fit. Anybody yeah, exactly. that and just jumped in at the football picture story monthly, that in, that continuity isn't going to matter because no. they don't know what came before it. So yeah, it's on a reread. I quite often find you on about the third yes. or fourth reread of a book, and then you go, oh, hang on, that doesn't match with that. And that's when I start trying to think, no, hang on. So like we did well, talk about the, sh the Shepherd Ribbon thing. I just, yeah, I made it all fit. <laughs> it's then, like watching a film, isn't it? When you watch it the first time and you just kind of, because it's all new, you just enjoy the moment. But when you go back and watch it a second time, you kind of notice the little thing the first yeah, you time. Do. You do. Yeah, Hang on a minute. What? Yeah, you notice all kind of, it's like, yeah, with the rereads, I've, I reread the whole Champ and Victor ones again. Um, a few days ago, and yeah, every time you, you, you spot something that you didn't see the last time. Yeah, and I'm really picky. I'll see something like Terry Evans wearing number nine, and I'll go, "Hang on, <laughs> number oh, nine." Um, yeah, but yeah. In the first frame, wearing number six. Yeah, yeah. You're always going to spot things like that. You are. You are. You are. So yeah. I mean. I mean, Tom, so Thomas, yeah, so he really enjoyed that. He actually pointed out a continuity error actually in Roy the Rovers. So this is quite a, this is quite a, but this is quite um, a simple one, really, and almost like an annoying one. So this is 1974, so mm -hmm. you know, okay. going back a long way. Yeah. Um, Rovers are chasing the, the double, um, winning the League Cup and FA Cup, um, and Burndean beat them in the FA Cup final, um, and Rovers ended up winning the the league and Rochester Rovers mm. won the league um, so this is three months later they played the Charity Shield um, yeah. and they they're, they're playing um, Burndean in oh yeah they're playing Burndean in Charity Shield um, yeah. I know sorry I'm getting confused I think I think it's Burndean beating them in the FA Cup final and in the Charity anyway they get it wrong. <laughs> got, so <laughs> Thomas Hunter, yeah. I apologise for getting the continuity. But anyway, it was they actually said in August, just three months later, they said that actually Rovers beat them in the semi-finals. Well, they actually right. beat them in the FA uh, Cup final. So in the uh, FA Cup uh, final, which was just like three months previous. So uh, you know, okay. that, that's quite of a disappointing continuity error. But bearing in mind, it would have been just three months later. Yeah, um, okay. And Richard Woods said, loved Ridder's take on Shelford. So again, about the county, Shelford. Yeah. Um, like that. Um, he's yeah. the guy who said he's got his own spreadsheet as well. For Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. With um, opponents yeah, and we, players. Yeah, we've reached out to each other and we're going to swap notes on that and oh, things like that. That's, that's really good. 
So Excellent. St- statistically, we've, we're getting it covered. Excellent. And then mm. Dwyer Kelly really loved the books. Like, you know, Book Picture Story Monthly. He was actually asking, can we actually get those books? Because I think he's he's got a daughter or something like that, or a son. I think his son's got, got a five-year-old son, and he's going to really help him with like the reading and stuff like that. Yeah. But obviously, they're well, not, not available, so we've directed him to eBay, but he, he really yeah. enjoyed it. And of no, course, Paul, Rich- Paul Richardson, friend of the show, who was obviously on here mm. and interviewed recently. Um, loads of... Um, segues out to Tug Wilson, managing Old Castle, Fred Rimmy. Um, big shout out for your your performance there, Simo as well from Paul. Um, and he said he loved he loved the the free reviews. So um, great, good feedback. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks very much, everyone. That's that's really great. Yeah, but it's good, it's good to know that people yeah. are enjoying it, isn't it? It is. It's lovely to hear, and, and it's it's getting them to reread, and they're coming back, and which is fantastic. Yeah, it, it does. It's done it. It does it to all of us, and I'm sure everybody's listening to this and the people yeah. that read. Yeah, it just kind of gets you to dig them out again, doesn't it? it really does. Yeah, fantastic. So that's it. Yeah, so that's the feedback. So thanks, thanks everybody listening for the feedback. Continue to to give it on the whether over forty years after page, and I think we just I think Cole's actually going to do a bit. I want steal his thunder a bit on the um, Champ Facebook page as well. I think he's going to do something on that when he joins. When he comes back oh, great. 56. So I won't mention that there, but there's a couple of Facebook pages. And of course, we've got the Twitter handle as well. So yeah. any comments or ideas are, are more than welcome. Okay, so moving on, uh, it's me then. And the next section is to talk about the recent announcement of a new book by Rebellion by Tom Palmer. It's, it's going to be a novel. Um, so it's not a graphic novel, but it's following on. There's a bit of a teaser on. Well, I saw it on Facebook, and and it was going for for a couple of weeks around something coming soon, and you can kind of, you know, you, you're almost part of you hoping that it's going to be uh, another Word of Rovers book or something like that. But it, you know, the graphics they were using was was um, like a girl playing football, and essentially it's going to be Rocky. So it's Rocky Race. So it's a continuation of. Of I guess the wider um, Melchester universe, um, but the books um, it's it's called Soccer Diaries, and it's it's, it's the first book, and it's um, Rocky takes LA. Um, and so it's the first book of a series, and it's going to be released on the twenty fifth of September. Um, so yeah, so it was it was. It was surprising to kind of see it. I, I guess it's um, it's good news in a way because, like I say, they're carrying on the race name as well. It's not a Roy of the Rovers publication, which is which probably a lot of Roy of the Rovers fans would have preferred anyway. Um, what is interesting, actually, is that it's, it's due to be published on the 25th of September, which is actually the date of the first ever Roy of the Rovers comic was published, which is the 25th of September. So I don't know if they've done oh, no, no. that on purpose That's a good or it's just... I don't know if it's yeah. just that, yeah, I saw that earlier today and I thought I had to dig it out. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's, that's due to come out. So yes, yeah, people look out for that um, and, and buy it. Um, I think I probably will buy it just to yeah. kind of, just they, to they, kind of they must feel there's a, they must feel that the market's there. Otherwise it wouldn't be happening. They must feel that like there's going to be enough people. Got to be. Yeah. They wouldn't waste the time, would they? No, they wouldn't. And it, yeah. 
I agree. Mm. And it's um I think Tom Palmer's done a few books. You know, he hasn't just done um the Roy the Rover stuff. He's he's done other, he's done lots of other books as well. And it says it's gonna be part of a series. Clearly I think the angle is is obviously girls football. Um yeah. okay. probably probably and that's what's the angle of it, Matt? Is it like it, it's her it's obviously it's her diary of her experiences playing football, is it? Is that kind of the yeah, angle? Yeah, so 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 the, the two previous books, I've got them here just for the listeners showing the guys on the screen. So as part mm. of the rebellion, there was a Rocky of the Rovers, right, Roy crossed out. This is, this is back in 2018, I think this was first published. And mm. it, it just for the first time ever actually just focused on Rocky and her story because Melchester Rovers start, start a, a girls team, a ladies team. Um, yeah. And so she starts playing for them. And then the next one is Game Changer, which is when she goes over to, well, no, she gets offered, sorry, a scholarship um, in the US to okay. to play football. Um, mm. And um, so I'm guessing it's going to be a follow yeah, because Rocky takes LA. So it's, she's clear, yeah. she's, she goes over to the States. And yeah, then the, the story will continue. Um, so the Soccer Diaries isn't like the title of this episode, it's like an overall. It's a series, yeah. How mm. how long it'd be? I guess I guess it's probably open ended. I guess they've got an idea of how long they'd like it to go, but it'll be yeah. based on sales. I mean, Tom Palmer, the author, um, has been driving around. Actually, it was it was it was quite interesting. Really, he's driving around with a couple cut out of Rocky, a la obviously Roy always used to be in in the comic. Yeah. you know, back <laughs> in the day, you know, picture next touch. to Tre- Trevor Francis and yeah. Um, uh, Eric Morecambe and stuff like that, you know. So yeah. He, he, yeah, I think he, he had a cardboard cut out of Rocky in the back of his car, and he was just going around to like different local libraries, and because it's all about reading, isn't it, for kids and helping them read, yeah. and well, not helping them yeah. read, but helping get into reading, rather to say. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I guess that's probably where he's probably got some of the support and maybe funding from. Yes, yeah. that's that's the kind of angle, and it's it's um I guess people are more inclined to put money into it. So yeah. It's a good release date as well. It's kind of the kids are back at school, September maybe, you know, that kind of an angle. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I've got, I've got a ten-year-old um, daughter who will be eleven by then. You know, so I'm kind of even thinking of getting it for her because kind of, you know, yeah, get trying to get her to pick up a book. It's not, it's not easy. It's, yeah, no, it's really tricky these days. Like, yeah, yeah I've got a thirteen-year-old and a ten-year-old and books. Don't enter their universe. <laughs> it's, all, it's all video into everything's. Yeah, all screens and iPads and books. Yeah, um, books normally to kids like my kids' age means homework or yes. essays. It's normally bad news, unfortunately. But yeah, any, anything to spread the good news of reading. Yeah, especially for yeah, he said mental health these days. I mean, you know, sitting down reading a good novel and stuff like that. It's just it's. it's a good way of spending an hour two hours losing yourself in a book yeah sorry do you guys know whether there's much of a following for in america you know with them setting it in america is that are they trying to crack the market over there or you think or was it just uh, just i wouldn't to be different you know rather i wouldn't have i wouldn't have thought so i I guess it probably just ties into obviously it's I won't say football's big over there, but women's football obviously they've, they've had a lot of success over the years, haven't they? The yeah. US 
successful on the women's side, aren't they? Yeah, they've got yeah. college. The college. It's always like the Marvel, DC. It's all superhero stuff, is it? I, I can't really think of anything that's based, sport-based really at all. Mm. I mean, no. the, 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 I, I think it's a, a, an assumption that just the story is just continuing on in America, I think. But I, I would imagine... Um, Maybe because it's about a female character that, that maybe will hit home a little bit more because their women's team is so successful that that would be mm. that would have can, more impact than, than doing it as if it was Roy. Mm. Well, they've got they've got to change the angle, haven't they? Somehow, and, and yeah. this is, I mean, this is great. I mean, it's a, it's it is the growing market, isn't it, in football, the women's game? So why not attach the story to the back of that and? Yeah. and use that. I, th- I think it sounds like a good idea. But if they'd have really wanted to be smart, they, they could have done one, actually, um, that involved the Women's World Cup because it would have been the perfect time to do it, wouldn't it? Yes. Well, maybe the, maybe part of it is that the timing, maybe it's yeah. something like that on the, on, course, the, on, yeah. the, on the coattails of that. Yeah. You're right. I mean, that's kind of sneaking up. Of us. I must admit, it's, off, it's slightly off my radar, really. Um, but you're, you're actually you're right, Simo. Mm. Um I mean, what I guess for me, and this is bearing in mind, this is this is this is a you know coincide with the time when the the World Cup actually starts. You'd have thought that would give it that little bit more of a a kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I'm I'm, I think I'd be more interested in it if it was going to be an actual graphic novel, because you know you know this is a comic podcast. You know, we've we we, the reason we're on here is because of comics and. You know, I just yeah. like I like following it more in more of a visual manner than yes. just reading football novels. But because because obviously it links to Melchester, I'll, I probably will probably will buy it. Um, mm. And we we'll see, you know, we we'll see. It may it may evolve into that. Who knows? Yeah, but I've yeah. always thought whenever I've read, I mean, I don't want to say I'm a, a huge reader of books, as but the odd time that I have read books, I found that if you're trying to read a book that's about sport. If you haven't got the visual element, it is harder. Kind of, it's hard to like if you were trying to describe a game purely in words. It's harder. You don't get the full impact of it as actually seeing something, do you? So it's it's a difficult, quite difficult one, a difficult subject to do. Yeah, I'm the same, really. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I have a simple mind. You know, you need to show me pictures, (laughs) otherwise I'm going to switch off. Yeah, that's why it's lucky I can see you two, otherwise I'd be asleep by now. <laughs> no, but I think there's something in that. I think there's something in that with football. I think I, I like reading football, like biographies, and when you, you know, yes. you're talking about a very famous yeah. real match, then you've got it in your head. You've got Maradona's yeah. goal or whatever you happen to be reading about. Your own mind that you can relate to. Yeah. Okay, remember yeah. that memory. Yeah. And that's about the stories behind the action, isn't it? Whereas yeah. the, these stories will be, will be the action. Will be the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever's happening. So that, yeah, that is trickier for me. Like Red Nev. I mean, that one of the best books I've read. Very, Mm. very good. But if 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 it had been trying to explain something that happened on the pitch that I wasn't aware of, it it doesn't have the same impact, does it? I think. Yeah. Because it's it's talking about everything that goes on around the game and how everybody feels and that it you can you can do that. But the actual trying to describe the on the on the field action just in words, you, I don't think you can ever quite do it justice, can you? No, no. Mm. Good. So that's it. Yeah. So that's it. So anyway, so 
Soccer Diaries, Rocky takes LA, um, buy it on the 25th of September. You know, if, yeah, if you're interested, I, I think it's just good to just kind of keep it going, really. Um, it's good to support books, as we've just been talking about. Good to support books. and um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good to get people. And it is a continuation, isn't it? It is, it is new. It is fresh. You know, it's 2023. And yeah. you know, it started back in 1954. So yeah. it's like six, you know, 69 years. And it's still, we're still talking about the race family and football. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which is, which is amazing. It's incredible, really. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Thanks, guys. Interesting chat. Sorry, Simo, what? And who says there's no place for racism in sport? <laughs> what do you mean? Roy Race, Rocky Race. Oh, oh racism. Sorry, racism. race, right. I told you, <laughs> you I told you. You, you. you badly lost me there, Simo. I was wondering, ooh. Um, wondering where I was going there, weren't you? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think this is the wrong I podcast for that. You, you do <laughs> That is a whole other meeting, that's a moment. There you go. You're going to get us. You're going to get us kicked off here. You know that. You're coming out with statements like that. <laughs> Racism is good. Is that what you? No, no. You didn't. You, this yeah. is a caveat. You did not say that. No. no. Race is good. Race. And who's Race going to argue with that? Who's going to argue yeah, with that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Phew. Anyway. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Simo oh, thought his screen froze then, didn't he? We were just... He's <laughs> 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 oh, like drawing on some sort of pencil moustache. <laughs> going go, to go full Nazi. Oh, nice one. Um, oh, okay, cool. So next yeah. on the, the running order is... one of Well, we've heard lots of fantastic feedback already. So you know, no pressure, but you better make it as good as <laughs> others. Otherwise, <laughs> we're going to cancel them. Um, no so pressure. Critters, but it's over to you, mate. Yeah, yeah, cheers, Matt. Um, yeah, so we're looking at um, Picture Story Monthly 225 on the Ridders Retro Review. Um, it's a book called yeah. On the Cheap. So let's have theme tune this week, unless, unless you want to do it, Simo. Uh, no, no, oh. I'm not a dull thunder. We'll, we'll save that. That's his area of expertise. He's the musician. Theme, <laughs> yeah. tunes, okay. theme tunes will be back next, next episode. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, this is a book from uh, 1995. Um, and on the front cover, we have uh, Dean Hunter uh, flashing a header just wide of the far post. It's quite a good cover, actually. Um, so, yeah, let's look at it. So, uh, at the start, uh, on the first full page, um, We've got Sam Bradburn and Joe Pearson, uh, and they're discussing. Um, they've had to uh, spend a lot of money on improvements to the mill. Um, so it's described as the finest in Europe. It's a 45,000 all-seater stadium, which in 95 was yeah, the start yeah. of the all-seater stadiums. The Premier League was kicking in, the money was coming in, so all of a sudden grounds are being improved yeah so it's it's following on from all that um however this seems to come at a bit of a cost because as the title of the book would suggest on the cheap uh, there's now no money uh for any improvements to the squad or any additions to the squad um and at the beginning joe pierce and andy bates don't seem too concerned about this um this is a squad that's just won the premier league 
um, that describes the Premier League champions. Um, but Andy Bates, the coach, does suggest that it could be a hard season. But there's no real panic by they've got a, a Premiership winning squad. But the first game at the newly renovated mill, um, it's against newly promoted uh, Lancaster City. Uh, I don't think anything to do with the Lancaster Bombers uh, of a bygone age. But yeah, and there's a bit of early optimism from uh, the manager and the coach that they're going to roll over um, this team. Um, and they stumble to a nil-nil draw, United. There's a few easy chances missed. Dean Hunter, Terry Evans um, and Alan Clobber-Harris in particular has a, has a bad game. Is, that's Ron Chopper Harris, isn't it? Alan Clopper Harris. That, it, sorry, I've. Do you think that's? It's just dawned on me now, after um, so many years of reading it. Is that? Is it Alan Clopper Harris? Ron Chopper Harris. Although in the the champ era, when they play, um, I think it's Chelsea, isn't it? That's, it's meant to be Chelsea. Yeah. And they got. Um, was it Brian Tillman, the hard man defender, or something like that? I'm wondering if that was meant to be. Um, no, okay. no, Chopper Droy, wasn't it? Chopper Droy. Oh. Yes, that's that, it. Yeah. Yeah. Harris. Because I think that was Chelbury. Ah, uh, okay. And Ron Harris was a Chelsea player, wasn't he? Well, I'm so sure maybe that's the link. That, yeah. There's definitely that connection within Harris. So, there's Droy. Mm. Mickey Droy played for Chelsea, didn't he, as well? So maybe it's a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a combination maybe of all of it. Harris. Yeah, maybe. With the the um, Chidsy thing, wasn't it? Because you had Paul. Was it Paul Nicholas and Charlie Mariner that combined the swap the names of Charlie Nicholas and Paul Mariner? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of thing that they've mixed Mickey Droy and Chopper Harris, and okay. I think, I think the Chopper Harris thing. I think they've definitely they've got it from there, haven't they? They've got to. Yeah. Too much of all the names they could have picked. Yeah, I just spotted that. The first time I've ever thought of that. Anyway, there you go. Look, I've got my uh, excellent notes. Um, so we. We start the season slowly. Uh, United's second game away at Carlton Palace. Uh, that goes better. It's a 1-0 win, a Dean Hunter header. Um, but we have Dunk Fraser and Clover Harris. They, they're picking up injuries. So for the next match against uh, Wadvale, uh, Joe Pearson decides to move Willie Barnes from centre midfield back to centre defence, which is... A bit of a, a story arc for Willie Barnes that started way back in Champ when he started as a he was a bright young centre forward, wasn't he? Uh, just one of the kids brought from um, the reserves. Um, he scored a decent number of goals. Um, he got the first United goal, didn't he? In the whole Champ era, he was the first United player to score. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, and he also played for England. Did he play for under twenty ones in Champ? Yeah, under- yeah, him and um, there was yeah, him and Alex went to play a game in Switzerland. That's right. And and he was just he was a centre forward, but then I think I think his opportunities became limited. You got the arrivals of people like well, Kevin Nicklish, uh, Jimmy Grant, Gary Sluman. So he's moved back into centre midfield, and then here we are a few years further on, and now he's playing at centre back. Um, and he does actually, he, he's reveling in that role. So now Willie Barnes is number four, he's a, he's a centre-back. Um, 
And at this period to cover um, some of the injuries that they're getting now, because there's no money to buy players, they go, they're dipping into the reserves. So we get introduced uh, to Alan Turner and Harry Wright. Um, they get brought in from the reserves um, with Alan Turner actually getting the winner from a, a Terry Evans cross. So we're having a bit of a up and down start to the season. It's a bit of a theme through this book. It, it, it's, it's very much up and down, swings and roundabouts kind of story. Um, the United League results improve steadily. Uh, the new faces seem to slot in quite nicely. And we learned from Andy Bates in September that United are only four points behind the current leaders, uh, Barnton and Blackford. Um, their European Cup campaign starts with the defeat, though. So again, it's we climb and then we go down again. Um, they're beaten by Dutch champions Hedderdam. Um, and yeah, it's not a very good start to, to that tournament. Um, and Harry Wright in this in this book has a very distinctive appearance. He's kind of got a bowl cut Tim Burgess charlatans kind <laughs> of vibe going on. Um, it does look like Tim Burgess, actually. You say that, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know that what I'm talking about that early '90s bowl cut. You know, from oh, yeah. the yeah. 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 yeah, the only one I know. Video, like your hair now, <laughs> uh, yeah. just, just like Simo. Yeah. Sorry, I cut across your joke then. Sorry, Willis. What was that joke? The only, no. the only haircut. The only haircut you know. Is that what you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was going to try that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought, try a pun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the master's back soon. The master, don't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he'll be back soon. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, and it's just, again, this sort of running theme with when new players and young players are introduced during this particular the Picture Story Monthly. He's got a distinctive look. He's got a distinctive style. He's sort of a mm. classy midfielder. We don't really see much of him after this book, unfortunately. But you think with them going, you know, yeah, it's... A lot of appear and then disappear just as quickly don't they yeah same i mean his, his midfield partner from the reserves alan turner as well he's got sort of long flowing locks a bit well, a bit like, a bit, like yeah. Yeah. a bit like yourself yeah a bit like myself but yeah and then it's you know they go to the trouble of giving them these this look and this sort of personality and we don't really mm. we don't really see from them again it's it's a shame really um yeah so anyway yeah so again on this roller coaster season um the results improve in Europe. The team starts gelling and at home. But then there's a there's a home match versus Oldcastle um, where there's some fierce tackling. I you could describe it. Blimey. Yeah, I know. I've seen some pictures. Yeah. yeah, pages 22 and 24, there's some kind of X-rated tackles from the Oldcastle players um, that basically put Lee Moxton out injured. Clobber Harris gets injured again. And that's adding to the injury list with Dunk Fraser. Um, now, I think Tug Wilson was managing Oldcastle around this period. So I'm wondering, is this the, the Tug Wilson coaching method still at the team or he's left his legacy? But yeah, I was going to ask you about that, whether it was before or after the, the Tug's challenge one. Yeah, this is after. This is after. And there's, and there's a bit of continuity with Tug and his coaching duties at Old Castle but this would be around the sort of time he'd have either been manager or he maybe slightly moved on but um, certainly his uh, 
is tackling coaching has, has, left, has left a huge legacy. I quite like the artwork for those two tackles as well, because they're both clearly outrageous challenges on pages 22 and 24. It'd be a red card. It'd be a red card. Yeah. Both of them would be red cards. Yeah. yeah. If you could get VAR for bags. comic books. Yeah, it would. Yeah, they'd be. VAR for comic books. That's see, a great idea. Yeah. 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 That'd be season ending tackles. Um, they actually win the game 1 0, but as I say, there's more people on the injury list. So then. We dip into the reserves again, and we, we unearth a lad called Andy Peterson, uh, an 18-year-old reserve. Um, he comes in for a Champions League uh, match in Romania against Hedger. Um, and there's a, again, Andy Peterson is a, he's a distinctive-looking guy, um, sort of a shock of curly hair and. Uh, Again, he's a young, confident lad. He's given a good personality. Uh, and there's a good uh, kind of a modern panel, I think you describe on page 26, where you see Andy Peterson arriving uh, at United with the news having just gone out. He's going to start in a Champions League game. And there's a bar- barrage of media and cameras and questions being thrown at him. And you can almost sort of hear the Sky Sports News music in the background and the Sky Sports News ticker on the, on the bottom yeah you know breaking news uh, yeah. yeah breaking news andy peterson uh, arrives at the mill um and again the ups and downs we've lost a few players with injury well andy peterson comes in and he's basically mad of the match in the champions league game he has an absolute blinder um and he's all over the back pages basically unearthing a, a star um replacing lee moxton on the on, on the left wing and yeah this is just this story, it's a very up and down story. Um, every time United are down, they pick themselves up. Yeah, good United comic book fair, you know. They always take the rough with the smooth. Um, and this good form continues against the, the top of the table, Blackford. Uh, Peterson actually gets the winner. Um, and that inflicts a first defeat on Blackford for that season. But again, we go down again. We have some disappointing then results that follow in Europe and they're actually knocked out of the Champions League uh, and then they're beaten 3-0 at home to the runaway Premier League leaders Barnton uh, and the goals are scored from their expensively assembled uh, forward line of Pat Brady and Bernie Wallace um, and as I was doing notes, there was three three cool things I quite like from this um, basically this is the exact opposite of what United are doing. So Barnton have just got out, bought two star strikers, paired them together, and it's at the top of the league. So it's just mirroring what the story of United is. And also, it reminds me of the good old days of teams playing with two strikers, yeah. because now it's one and a left-wing forward and a right-wing forward maybe, or a, or a cam behind them, or is it a false nine? The good old days of two strikers, a big man and a little man. Yeah. <laughs> playing together up front yeah and then I thought oh yeah well this is around kind of the 94-95 Blackburn period where they bought the SAS Sutton and Shearer I was thinking yeah there's a bit of inspiration come from that maybe Blackburn paid 3.6 million for Shearer in 92 and then a couple of years later spent 5 million on Chris Sutton yeah Um, and the year this book came out was the year uh, Blackburn won the league with those two up front. Yeah. They, scored, they scored 49 goals between them, the SAS, Blackburn that wow. season. That's great. They're a great team. Obviously, a great team yeah. won the league. But I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Who's, who's there to left and right? 
Oh God, I forgot their names. Was it Stuart Ripley? Ripley, yeah. Ripley um, and Wilcox. Mm. Yeah, and it, it was, I can't remember the centre midfield. I'm thinking it was David Batty, but I, I, I might maybe I'm but Batty again. And, and was it wasn't it the um Sherwood? Sherwood. Oh of course. Yes. Great side, great Premier League side. You know, yeah, yeah. obviously well, in the league. Yeah, but, yeah. There weren't that many what you would call really top top players, but he just no. worked, didn't it? They yes. Well. Yeah. They really they, they knew what they were about and then they made it work. Yeah. Yeah. Um and yes, a team winning the league with two strikers. Um so yeah, so I quite I quite liked that this this Pat Brady and Bernie Wallace forward line. It was reminding me of things from yesterday. Um, but then another roller coaster event in this. Yeah, you know, what they tend to do is like obviously m- might have been more in the champ days where they used to rip off names and like put them together. Struggling to think hmm. who that two might have been. Brady and Wallace. No, there's no there's nobody that's jumping out at me like you had. Was it like and people like that in the old days? Or you, you could mm. who meant to be and yeah. Well, I think meant to kind of yeah. Be the comic. Said, was it Kevin Nicklish was kind of Dalgleish and Charlie Nicholas and yeah, a big combination of all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah possibly. Um, so yeah, so out of Europe, beaten three 0 at home by their rivals. And then Joe Pearson comes out and tells the press that United will win the league that season, which kind of creates a bit of a, a media storm. Um, and even there's some United fans outside the ground saying that they don't believe it. So Joe Pearson and Andy Bates shake hands and say, right, let's give this a really good crack. They're going to try to win the league. Um, and then we have a player swap. So Ian Stewart, who's been with United for a year or two, maybe three years, and the picture story monthlies, he goes back up to Scotland uh, and Jason McBraid comes down. Uh, it's a swap involving a club called Prince's Park. Oh, um, Prince's Park. Well, that's, that's wow. Yeah, Hamish Balfour played for, obviously. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. with the, the blue V, with the white shirts and the blue V. Yeah, that? that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I didn't know that. If that didn't um, cause a bit of a problem, to be fair, wouldn't they be? It's the top. It's the DC Thompson and the, yeah, an IPC, isn't it? It's an interesting one. Mm. Yeah, that's a definite crossover, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, you... and yeah, Ian Stewart, who is Scottish, he goes back up to Scotland. He he suggests he wants to move back closer to his his family now, anyway. And a young lad comes down called Jason McBraid, a striker. So Joe Pearson goes for broke. He signs a striker, and he changes the formation instead of the traditional four-three-three. United always employed. They're going to play Dean Hunter and McBraid as, as a two. Um, you know what? Just just going back. To, sorry to interrupt. Rudy. Yeah, go on, mate. Go on. Jason McBraid, as as he's entering the club, he's just come out of mm. a car. He's walking up the steps. Yeah. What sort of signal was he making to? Have you got the page there? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well. well Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting. Yeah, it's true that as uh, maybe to the, the local press or something like that. They're kind of. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's like a yeah, he's Nescafe Goldblend. It used to be the yeah. Nescafe Goldblend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we, we call that. Yeah. Maybe we'll call it a gesture. It's, gesture. It's, it's, it's something between a fist and a gesture, isn't it? Um, 
Yeah, yeah exactly. But, um, well, yeah, and sort of on that, I mean, there's a lot of uh, sort of personality gone into Jason McGrade as well. Um, as we find out in the comic book, you know, he he's, comes down from Scotland, he's raw, he's aggressive, um, got long hair, you know, dare I say, a bit old school, some of the old school about Jason McGrade. Um, wow. So he goes straight into the team and then we actually have on page, let's see, page 49 it is, our first uh, United lineup written down on a piece of paper, the full 11 and substitutes probably since the champ days, which was always a, I used to like that part of the, of the champ comic, just the line who's playing that helps with the continuity, even players yeah. that would never be in the story you'd see. Well, there's Tim Stevens at right back or, or there's Larry Watson. They're still there. Um, so we actually get a lineup. In the, before that, it's the very first time in the Picture Story Monthly. Yeah, there's there's one um, right at the end of Picture Story Monthly 2. Um, no. uh, but then, yeah, un, until this one in 225, it, there was never actually a lineup, a consistent lineup of players. Yeah. Um, so it was good to see. So the four four two for all you Stato fans. That this United period, their full strength team is uh, Zenovich, Shaw, Harris, Barnes, Fraser. Don't Fraser at left back. Midfield of Evans, Wright, Turner, Jones, and up front we have Hunter and McBride. Uh, and on the bench, the interesting bench, Simo. We've got Andy Peterson, the lad we've just talked about. And we have Benny Granger yeah. and John and John Clement. Who, yeah, when, when, when you put that up, I was like, oh, when, when did he come back? Because they sold him, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, they, they sold him in. I mean, I'm, I'm a bit right. That, that was a champ day, champ oh, era. Of they sold him Clement. Uh, yeah. in, uh, in the summer after the first season. Yeah. So he just appears on the bench. Yeah. yeah. And Benny Granger... I guess seeing out his time at United, he get, occasionally gets a occasionally gets a place on the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, but this new lineup, this four four two, Jason McBride and the two young lads, it just clicks. They get four wins from four. Um, Alan Turner's in the goals. Uh, Dean Hunter scoring goals. So is McBride. Um, and Jason McBride even faces his uh, his disciplinary issues. He gets into some pushing and shoving, gets into a fight, and um, Joe Pearson subs him any, off. Any nasty gestures? Was there any? No, no, no. There's, there's no pattern pushing emerging. and shoving. No, right. no. There's Good. no pattern. It's it's pushing and shoving. You could you could maybe see a gesture if you wanted. But oh, honestly, McBride, I, I, it's, he's it's, awful with his gestures. Oh, he's an uh, absolute. He's an animal. He's an animal. Being an Everton fan, would this have been around the time of Duncan Ferguson, or would this be a little bit before his time? I'm just thinking of who the no, um, yeah, I guess it's around Ferguson's time. Yeah, we signed him ninety. Got him on loan ninety three, ninety four, and he was an Everton player in ninety five. Right, yeah. So yeah, later. I wasn't trying. I'm not sure if he was like later nineties when they signed him, but that's who the yeah. character was bringing to mind as you know, Scottish striker with a bit of a discipline problem. So yeah, yeah, you could probably yeah, you could probably take that from it. Um, and. But, but unlike Dunk, Jason McBride actually deals with his disciplinary issues. And we see after Joe Pearson has a word with him, a couple of matches later, he gets kicked and doesn't react. Oh, okay. That's the, the, the effect of Joe Pearson. He's just... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so what happens next is we see a newspaper headline where United have 
have cut the lead to eight points on Barnton, then to three points at the top of the table, and then to zero points. They're, they're neck and neck with one game to go. And of course, the last game of the season at a packed mill is United at home to Barnton, the championship decider. Uh, wow. Yeah, and it's a, a rather vintage, in quotes, vintage United display. They uh, they win 3-1 and uh, they retain their title on the cheap, as it were. Um, so, yeah, so lots to take from that book. It, I really enjoyed rereading it. This is probably one of the books I used to skip as if I was going through what I thought, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give this a go. And I reread it and then I thought, no, I'm going to use this now for the for the review. It's, it's got some good stuff. Um, it's lovely to have, for the first time, again, hark back to Champ and Victor, it's to have a story with the whole squad in it. It's not mm. just United accomplishing things with Evans, Hedgehog, Nicholas, Charlie Barr. Yeah, it's, it's nice to have a because Champ was always about the whole squad. You'd see people walk in the dog and you'd see, you know, people going to visit family members and stuff. And it, and this book's got that in it. We've got, um, you know, we get introduced to three kids from the reserves who are all distinctive and have their own characteristics and story. You know, Alan Turner's a, a classy midfielder, Harry Wright, a hardworking midfielder, Charlotte's ball cut. And Andy Peterson looks like the unearthing, a, you know, a, a, a potential star. Um, and then we have, you know, we have dressing room discussion about uh, Jason McBride's temper and Terry Evans is going, oh, Clobber Harris used to like a fight when he joined United. And, you know, Joe Pearson got that out of him. He'll get it out of you too. Um, so that, that's pretty cool. Uh, Ian Stewart moving back to Scotland to be near his family. Uh, there's a nice uh, panel in training where they come back from the summer where Andy Bates uh, is told to run the fat off Clobber Harris from the summer, so it's you know it was, it's a, it's a good squad squad based story in this one. Um, nice to learn a little bit about the personalities of the player off off the pitch. Yeah, exactly, and I've I've always liked that. I've always liked when the whole squad is involved, the story involving that. Um, also, in this one, we get a lineup, a full one to eleven, so that that's really cool, and it's 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 good rollicking United fair, if I can use the word rollicking. I don't know. Well, I mean, You're too far. I wish you could give me a bit of warning. There. Sorry, sorry about <laughs> you nearly it's fainted. Then, didn't you? Word. It's another R word. We've got to be careful about. Yeah, it. we have. Um, <laughs> but it's good. Uh, it's good. Typical United fair, you know, ups and downs through the season, using the whole squad, and it's um, yeah, it's old fashioned in its themes and and delivery, and uh, and really enjoyable too. And dare I say it with the new members of the squad, it really does point towards United v 3.0. Um, so, yeah, really highly recommended. I'm, I'm glad I've reread it. I've really enjoyed it, you know, doing it for notes for the review and stuff like that. So if you can get hold of it on auction sites, uh, yeah, issue 225, highly recommended. Brilliant. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Yeah, thanks, Willis. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Simo, yeah. Simo, you got any other thoughts on that? Interesting, obviously. Um, obviously I've noticed. Um, obviously, I don't know what the situation is with a lot of the the earlier um, football pitch story monthlies, but it's the first time that I've I've heard you do a review on one where it's actually mentioned a, a team that was actually existed in the Champ area, Blackford. Um, was that? Yeah. Is that a rarity, or is it just that? 
it's not a rarity as such. It shouldn't be, you know, it's, it's just that we happen to avoid the ones so far that have, have had the old old teams. Because obviously we've had a lot of yeah. newer teams, Barnston and was it Lancaster City and players yeah. like that. More, yeah. So. I, I think what it is, I think uh, as new teams evolve in football, so that's where the the teams that they take from yeah. uh, change. Um, but yeah, Blackford, I, 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 are they in Division? They're in Division 2 with them, aren't they? They were in, the, yeah, the first season, yeah, in Division 2. There was yes, in yeah. So I kind of thought that's quite cool because they must have also got promoted themselves and they're also now challenging Froners in the top flight. So that, that's that's a nice... Yeah. Nice to have a throwback to a team that they were playing back then. Yeah. Because I imagine... Um, Mate, was was the likes of Southpool still in the story months and things like that? Yeah. Or? yeah, I think Southpool get a mention every now and then, but they're not the force that you know that they appear to be in the champ days. Because Southpool win the cup, don't they? And, and they win the first division, don't they? Southpool, but um, yeah, that that they're not mentioned. They, to be honest, they always seem to play Oldcastle. That, that that's that's always the team that they they seem to play a lot. Uh, yeah. Certainly, uh, Chidsey, um, the likes of the Manchester City, Manchester United, yeah. Liverpool, Liverton. Though these these are the teams that get mentioned most frequently. But yeah, you're right. Picking up on that Blackford one, yeah. Just occasionally they throw in a, a nostalgia from the old old days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Um, yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Excellent. Well, th- thanks again, readers, for another excellent. Rollicking retro ridders <laughs> review. I thought we'll have to start calling it, won't we? The right rollicking ridders reviews. <laughs> yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll hand we'll hand that over to Gull to construct a theme tune. Yeah, yeah. That. But leave anything <laughs> creative to him. We, yes. We just yeah, we yeah. just do the basic stuff. Just throw it at Gull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're good with that, Gull, aren't you? Yeah. Well, he didn't say he didn't say no, did he? So it's carried, isn't it? Contractually obliged. Yeah, yeah, carried. All right. Majority vote. Good. Right. Okay. So moving along the agenda uh, to la- well, the last item on the agenda, really. Um, mm. And this is talking about Scoop. So primarily, it's going to be a bit of a an annual review, which, which I kind of do from time to time, um, mainly Roy the Rovers, really. Um, but I thought we've spoken about Scoop a few times in different episodes um, over the months and years um so mm. i thought i'd kind of delve into it and i know i shared with you guys some of the some of the pages so just yeah. quickly initially scoop comic so it's a dc thompson comic um yeah uh, ran from the 21st of january 1978 to the 3rd of october 1981 um 194 editions that merged into victor um very much brought out as a rival to to Tiger really because it covers all sports um, and I, I remember getting it I remember getting it at the time have you guys did you guys what your what your what's your knowledge of scoop um, well I got the I got four or five of the annuals in, in the mid 80s um, pro- well yeah so I would have had the, the 84 and the 85 from those sorts of years onwards. Mm-hmm. Um, probably my first introduction to football stories delivered as comic books, as, you know, in the, in the comic style. I've seen anything. And of course, John Stark, 
match winner for hire. He was in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I didn't know it was a comic until you start researching stuff like that. I just thought Scoop was an annual. Um, and, it, and it merged into Victor. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think all DC Thompson eventually go into Victor. Yeah. It seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sumo, have you, did you, um, did you, what's your recollections or knowledge of Scoop? Not a thing. I, th I think, unfortunately, um, at the age where comics really would have been um, something that I would have been massively into, where I was living, I was a bit kind of in the middle of nowhere, a bit isolated. So I don't, I think I didn't get into like town and, and see things and missed out on a lot of stuff that, that was around. I mean, with, with the champ thing, that was just pure luck that my mum happened to go into town and pick it up. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I wasn't really kind of, you know, I was in the arse end of nowhere, to be fair. So a lot of those things passed me by. And by the time you know, I had access to stuff like that, I kind of kind of outgrown it, maybe. I don't know. But yeah. Well, well I mean, well, it did. So, so many. This, it is it, folded into Victor by 81. So yeah, 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 yeah. But so you probably. Would, it, it, I'd, I'd never even heard of it till I came came on this site. To be fair, yeah, not, not nothing at all. So I I I, I do. So I remember because um, mainly my, my nan used to buy me comics, so she bought me Wade of Overs Tiger, um, and I remember her buying Scoop for me. And it, it's very different visually to Tiger. You know, a great big. I'm showing the guys on the screen here a copy mm. of the Bird of February. Yeah, big pictures on there. That's a know, that's a nice cover. I like that. And it's um, very striking, and it's kind of glossier paper as well. Um, but any, yeah, it was it was good. I, I can't remember. I don't think I read it um, for a long period of time. So it's, it was basically it's, it's, if my dad picked up, I'd flick through it. And Stark was the one that obviously stood out. I remember that story yeah. really well because it's a really unique story. Um, yeah. And, and and the other one, which um, I think someone's mentioned on. A few people have mentioned on the um, Facebook site for the Rovers is the um, this goalie's got guts, which is about a goalkeeper, um, yeah. Ben Leeper. Um, so favourite goal, isn't it? Ben Leeper, it's brilliant, isn't it? Absolutely <laughs> superb. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting actually because what, what I've realised is actually a bit of a rehash of a previous story um, from another DC oh. Thompson um, comic. Going back to the, um, I'm going to get this wrong. Unless I look, is uh, yeah, this it takes guts to be a goalie, which is actually an adventure comic back in 1952. Oh no way! So, so I think DC Thompson had a bit of a history of, not all the time, but a bit of a rehash of stories. Yeah. You know, late, later on, because it, there was actually a goalkeeper called Lanky Hutton, who again was very similar to Ben Leeper, the, the background story. Right. But um. Yeah, I didn't know that until I was researching for, for today. You know, I remember the story. Yeah. Like, this goalie's got guts, but yeah, yeah, well, that's interesting. That the rehash because we, we were talking recently about the the, the twisty story. Yes, the twisty London that was in uh, Red Dagger, and then it got the character got uh, used for the picture story monthlies, and then they rehashed the old um, Red Dagger story to make one picture story monthly. Mm. Just lifted the main story. That's interesting. It's easy to do, yeah. isn't it? I don't, I don't blame yeah. you for doing it. Yeah. But anyway, so that's, that's a bit of the background on, on Scoop. Um, 
And I didn't touch on, yeah, we might touch Intercity Super League maybe later, but they, they, they did like a forerunner of, of fantasy football in a way, which is quite interesting yeah. at the time. Um, anyway, I'll go through the annual. So the annual, showing the guys on the screen, it's got on the cover, it's got Terry McDermott. Um, and to prove it's a sports annual, we've got Bjorn Borg, bottom left, and you've got, I think that's Kenny Roberts, I think. Or Barry Sheen, it'd be Barry Sheen, wouldn't it? Barry Sheen, number seven on the motorbike, and you've got Sally yeah. Ballesteros. Um, yeah, you've answered my first question there, Matt. I, I couldn't recognise the England player. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know who that was. No, it looked like Bobby Ball to me. I, I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't understand who it was. <laughs> Honestly, I was zooming in and going, well, who is that? I just, right. Rock on Terry. Terry Mack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry Mack. He's a Liverpool player. Was that what it was? Yeah. yeah, probably, probably, yeah. Yeah, there's no, this other no team in. There's this other team, Ridders. I was going to tell you yes. that they're in the same city. Yeah, yeah but don't, yeah. don't, don't, yeah, don't look them up either. online. They're not where we are. Well known. No, I've heard of them. Everton reserves. Against Everton that season as well. You know, just just to rub it in a little bit. <laughs> I think they all scored against Everton that period. <laughs> remember, we got a, a very very nice chip against Everton. It was eighty one or something like that. Oh, I could have done it. Could have. I, did, I, can... I, don't, I don't know. So, but it's come no, back. No, no. He's, he's thrown his headphones on the floor. He's storming off. He's, he's thrown his orange cordial all over his. He said, "He's been jumped on." You, you weren't ready for this, were you? You weren't ready for this. No, I wasn't ready for this. I'm just going to go away and play Z cards on my phone a couple of times. <laughs> Listening to this. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, flicking flicking through the annual, and I won't I won't, mm. I won't go through it page by page because it's it's quite a big annual. There's quite a lot of pages in it. Um, mm. Yes. So the first story we come to is Stark match winner for hire. Um, what's interesting is that his match fee is is now fifteen hundred pounds per match, whereas in the um, the comic I've got from nineteen seventy nine it was a thousand pounds per match. So that's inflation. Inflation was that's, that's yeah. big inflation though. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and we say inflation's big now. God. Um, <laughs> but still two hundred fifty pounds per goal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's 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 a it's a, it's a, it's a great little story. Um, it is, isn't it? I, I I enjoyed reading that today. It's a very unique story. I think you said that before, didn't you? That's what I've written here. I mean, about, about he's bound to a contract that he can't get out of, so he has to play a set number of games for this team, and he's legally obliged to do it. But he has to play his games immediately before he goes to play for someone else in a cup final. It's clever yeah. that that match went for higher soccer mercenary thing allowed them just to write totally different stories, didn't they? For, for this John Stark character, I think that's so the hook. Where, I mean, is this where he originated from? Then his scoop, where because yeah. obviously where I kind of the first knowledge I'd got of Stark was I got the very first football pitch story monthly, and he was in that mission to Mexico. Yeah. And I thought that was like an original character created at the time, but he obviously has a, a backstory going further. Yeah, many, many issues he, of school. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. He, I mean, he was the main storyline, but yeah, you know, he, he wasn't. You know, he wasn't a rehash of a previous DC Thompson. He was an original story for the first yeah. scoop. Yeah, as, as far as I can make out. Um, and it's um, yeah. I mean, and the artwork was striking. I think it's Barry Mitchell who's who does the art. Um, yeah. big, big, bold, you know, drawings um, across the whole panel. You're not like, well, the way it's very, you know, 
kind of mm. panel by panel by panel. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And this story, don't you're, you're actually right, Ridders. It's, it's an interesting one. So he's he's about to play, and I think he's yeah. So he's play, about to play in the cup final, um, and he's looking forward to that. But then he gets a letter from City's opponents. He's playing for City. Um, um, and he says that he's actually contracted to play five games for them. And he had to play him all in the week before the cup final. So what you have is you have him suddenly then turning out um, for um, Rovers, this team, Rovers. I'm just trying to think of Rovers it is. Anyway, this is his right? It doesn't really say. But he's playing for Rovers. So the first thing he does is he plays... Um, for the reserves, yeah. Um, I don't know if he plays, I think he plays for the reserves again. Um, then he then he manages to kind of actually make friends with another one of the players who, and then he starts kind of you know, saving his energy, if you like, um, when he plays in the league match. Um, and so yeah, he gets around to the actual, comes around to the actual cup final, and of course, this, this dodgy, this dodgy manager. Um, Patterson is the manager. Um, he's you can tell he's a shady character because he's got a moustache. <laughs> um, yeah, old Patterson is his name. Um, yeah. he, he's looking on whilst all these games are going on, thinking well, he's going to be knackered. He's played five games in a, five games in a week. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, well, Jurgen Klopp would be going mental. Imagine, yeah. could you imagine? About the meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So, so they, they they get they get they get through to the final. He's he's really that final day. He comes out of the shower. He's had a cold shower, but he feels like a zombie. Um, he's driving. He nearly drives off the road because he can barely drive. Um, the game starts, and yeah, he's, he's making no attempt to win the ball. You know, and yeah, the 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 sneaky manager, Noel Patterson's thinking, this is great. We're gonna we're gonna win this we're gonna win win this final, um, and then yeah and then they score Rovers score and he's thinking brilliant Stark's no more than the passenger the cup is as good as ours, but then suddenly 15 minutes into the second half they're they're leaving they're leaving Stark alone at corners now because they're thinking he's just out of the game yeah and they're not even marking him, but then he comes up and he shouts out as he scores at the same time which is incredible really. They never underestimate John Stark, friends, in bold as he nods it in, as he nods it into the top 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 left hand bin. Yeah, I did. I did like that panel. I thought that was brilliant. Never, never <laughs> underestimate <laughs> John no. Stark. No. Yeah, as he's in there. Yeah, as he's I mean, scoring it, brilliant. As he's scoring it. Yeah, I mean, he's lucky it went in. Otherwise, he'd look a rightful, wouldn't he? If they never <laughs> underestimate. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Whoops. Sorry, I'll actually sometimes. underestimate me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, and then he just manages to burst through three players last minute, and then he scores the goal, and they win. And um, yeah, and you can see in the background you've got the chairman of Rovers saying to Patterson, "You're finished, Patterson. We pay that all that money to start for nothing because obviously you've been playing five games. Yeah, they've been paying him for goals. He scored loads yeah. of goals. It's, it's cost them <laughs> thousands." And um, and John Stark goes. It's great to pick up a cup medal, Jim, but right now all I want is a good long sleep. Ha 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 ha! It's a joke at the end, isn't it? Yeah. That's a great, yeah. great little story. 
It is. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. It's very unique. It's <laughs> it a unique is. story. So yeah, flicking through the rest of the book. Um, Brian Jacks. Do you remember? Have you heard of Brian Jacks? Either of you two? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to watch Superstars, and he used to blow the opposition away on that. Didn't he? He was just superhuman. That guy. Yeah. So Ridders. Brian Jacks. No, who's Brian Jacks? I should I should right. I know? So judo guy, late seventies, okay. early eighties. Do you have Do you have any memory of Superstars or? Not really. What You're too young. That'd be what it is. Maybe. Yeah. You remember the Kevin Keegan bike incident? You must have seen the video of that. Oh, yes. When when they got all the people to do different types of sports yeah. on the show. Yeah. From different sports, they'd have all different events. And when it comes to the like the physical stuff, like usually that maybe the last event would be like a a super set of like squat thrusts and dips and stuff like that. And this guy was like a machine. He was just pumping him out non-stop. You know what I mean? It, it, it was just like, oh, you need... It, you, 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 need you can't... You won't believe what he was... Guy. He was, yeah, as, as Simo was saying, late 70s to early 80s, he was basically probably the third famous, most famous person in the UK. You know, he could have run for prime minister and he would have done it <laughs> right? whilst, do, whilst yeah. doing 60 dips in 10 seconds. You know, the guy was just... <laughs> You really need to search him up on YouTube because it is so impressive, mate. It really is. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, anyway, he there's a feature here, and he does his um, arena special. He talks about his favourite some of some of his favourite sports stars. You got David Gower, David Wilkie, all the Davids, um, Neil Adams. So judo because he was a judo, he was a judo player, wasn't he? Uh, Brian Jacks, obviously Daley Thompson, um, and Chris Hewton. It's a bit of a surprise choice for football. Yeah. Footballer. I wouldn't have gone, you know, 19, 1982, 1981. When we Tottenham, obviously, had a good time, good team, sorry, in early yeah, 80s. Yeah. yeah. And he'd just been breaking through then as well, wouldn't he? He was a young lad then. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I know. It was but, like the Ricky Velia period. Ricky yeah, Velia yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aussie, yeah. Aussie Ardilas, right, okay. Yeah, quite, a, yeah. quite a team then, didn't they? They really did. Mm. They really did, yeah. Um, so flicking through... What the other pages I sent over to you guys was um let's have a look. I've got it here. Um oh yeah, actually talking about Tottenham, Glenn Hoddle, he's done a Spain, I'd love to be there. He's done a bit of a he's done a feature. Yeah. What I did do in Scoop was that they actually well, it seemed like it, whether they did, I'm sure there was an element of ghostwriting, but you know, Dalgleish, not Kenny Dalgleish, Peter Barnes, Glenn Hoddle, yeah. they used to have a lot of kind of articles being written. By footballers, and I know you think shoot used to do that and match as well. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's interesting the Hoddle one because he, he's talking about the 1982 World Cup, hoping he's going to go. Um, did he go? Yeah, he did go. He got one game. Yeah, but criminal, absolutely. Yeah, it is really when you think back. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I, mean, I, th- I don't think he's. I think he's a player that was very much underappreciated. Oh, uh, he was Me, literally. Best player of his generation. Even now, I would struggle to think of an England player that was as talented as he was. Really would. I was, I was, because um, one of my one of my good mates was a Tottenham fan, probably still is. Um, so when we we're about 15, 16, we'd go to Tottenham occasionally, and um, so I saw him live, and my God, mm. unbelievable, unbelievable, Glenn mm. Hoddle. Yeah, yeah. It's just... I, I never saw him live, but I, I saw recently on. YouTube, I think it's his last ever goal for Tottenham. He just 
glides oh, yeah. through this midfield. Oh, that's the one against uh, yeah. yeah, and he yeah. sort of kicks it through, just runs onto he runs onto his own pass. Absolutely yeah. just walking oh, walking yeah. on water. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean nowadays it would be if Declan Weiss is worth 105 million, it'd be worth 210, I reckon. Mm. Anyway, he talks about the the United to, to work up. Interesting, he doesn't talk about Italy as one of those he thinks are gonna win. I just suppose not many people would have thought Italy were gonna win nineteen eighty two anyway, really. Uh, mm. Um then there's an article about Cosmos, New York Cosmos. That one there. Yeah, that was quite interesting. Uh, yeah, I read that one. That was quite good. <laughs> what I did like in that article, I don't know if you picked it up, guys, on that article, but it's talking obviously about you know this this the, the American MLS spending big, and um and they they mentioned Everton uh, as part of the recent big spenders in England. I was like, oh, there you go. Did Everton, they? Yeah. Near the start of the article, they're talking about how uh, recent teams have, have tried spending big in England and not quite made a big success. And, and they, yeah. they do mention Everton in that bracket. Who did you buy not a big one? I don't know. This would be 80, 81. Eight, no, yeah, 81, 82. Yeah. I, ca I can't think, to be honest, at that point, who we'd have spent big on. Um, but it was just nice to see Everton next to big spending again. Yeah, 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 it's interesting. Yeah, and also he's got City. Well, City, I think Steve Daly. They bought famously bought Steve Daly, didn't they, for over a million pounds? Yeah, that, in about nineteen eighty. Yeah, Malcolm Yeah, a bit of a didn't go down well. But what's interesting? Uh, sorry, got, yes. sorry, Sam. What was that? No, I was, I was just going to say um, it was interesting in that article um, that they talked about personality players. That you know the way we describe marquee signings these days, we call it that. Well, the yeah. American cl clubs were trying to sign personality players. I quite like that that quote. And a New York signed Pele. <laughs> I mean, surely the biggest marquee signing ever. <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely about making a headline, wasn't it? More than actual quality of player. And yes, yeah. but these were all at the end of their careers, weren't they? These guys going to America. I mean, PSG is a perfect example of signing up players because of the name rather than what they could actually produce on the court. You know, I mean, mm. like, like, no disrespect, but the likes of like your Messi's and your Sergio Ramos, who were clearly, you know, past the prime. They weren't going to get long out of them, but they were signing them simply because of the commercial aspect that's connected to. Oh, look, look who we've signed. You know. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what that's what I think is really interesting from this is that you, we can look back and I mean, for me growing up, you know, the NASL and Cosmos, it was like really exciting because you got you know Star Spangled Banner. You know, red, mm. white, and blue. You know, you've got Pele, you've got Beckenbauer. It's, it's incredible. You know, it's so exciting. You know, razzmatazz and stuff like that. Is that, but that was like mid 70s. And, but you're right, Simo, is that it's still, you still have elements of that kind of marquee signings. I mean, you think of Messi going to into Miami, you know, even like yeah. I mean, in the last, you know, last few days. There's still yeah. elements of that going on, you know, yeah. in, in all elements of football, in all different, you know, the Saudis and stuff like that. It, nothing changes, is it? it? It's it's still the same. Yeah, like Madrid tried it, didn't they? Madrid had their Galacticos period. Yeah, yeah. They weren't necessarily signing the players they needed to make a good team. They were just signing signing the biggest names. Yeah, but they were just trying to sign the best player every summer. Even if they had three number tens already, they'd sign another number ten. Yeah. 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 
yeah so it's it's interesting though it's yeah it's all marketing isn't it at the end of the day you yeah know, trying to get bums on seats and stuff like that yeah but yes yeah, that's the nasl as well wasn't it it was kind of in its last throws at that point i think it was a couple of years left before it shut down wasn't it it was yeah i think it's probably mid 80s was it probably so that, you're right it's, yeah it's all crashed and burned so yeah there's, there's, there's supposed to be a very cool documentary about that i keep meaning to get around to watching i think i've got it on dvd to go back a few years but there's a documentary yeah. about it I yeah it's it's a, it's a fascinating one it, it's mm. a great story i think i've got i've got a book on i've got a book on it on cosmos mm. new york cosmos anyway yeah um yeah it's an interesting one and um yeah so that's, so that's that one and then yeah another page on mascots which is which is linked into um well into the states really because that's it's only when I read this, I kind of thought, well, yeah. I mean, every team now has got you know these mascots. Well, it really started from the states, didn't it? Really, yeah. Uh, it was, um, um, they they picked up on it, and now you know you've got you've got an early Chelsea one there, um, Stanford the Lion. Um, maybe thinking actually about like United. United never had a mascot, did they? Like yeah. you know. Riverton yeah. and like uh, Melchester, it was, it was, you know, it was kind of never really, yeah, never, no, never really got so. to that stage, did they? No, no. I mean, Everton always had Everton Football Club. They always had the Toffee Lady. That's where we get the toffees from. But that that's going back years and years. You know, over so hundred years. Have we have lady. Do you have someone prancing around the um, pitch in a well, toffee apple or something? Like <laughs> well, no. What it used to be was it used to be. Should um, Yeah, it used to be. Um, Someone would walk around like a, a girl used to walk around throwing toffees into the crowd, like where they, like and it, it stretches back to I don't know when, like the early oh, when the club was sort of yeah. That's what the toffee lady comes from. She's around throwing toffees into the crowd. Oh, so that, that was that's uh, yeah, that's our I guess you call it a mascot type of thing. But it's really taken off in this country, isn't it? I mean, I think most clubs have got one, but it's not it's not something that gets a, a massive amount of coverage. The best part of mascots is when they look fighting, and you can watch mascots yes. fighting on YouTube. That's always really good to watch. And they, and they then, never remove the mascot suits; they just keep battling on with their mascot suits on. That's good value. That it's a bit like watching face off in hockey, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the gloves, yeah. I like that. I like yeah. the ones when you see um. Yeah, yeah. And and the ones you know when they do like a minute silence around the centre circle, and, and you see those shots of sometimes there's someone in a mascot, and they're they're, they're around and they've got their head bowed, and yeah. so you've got this like great big swan, or or, or lion, or yeah. tiger, just got doing really sad. Yeah, it's, it just doesn't. I don't know. Is that right? Does it? It's weird. It is respectful, yeah. I suppose, but yeah, it does look. It's it does what, look a bit it, odd. It's what they would have wanted. I don't. I think it was. Was it the late eighties? Early nineties, when they had to be the sprint series, where they got a, the fastest player from every club. Oh and they yeah, had, like yeah. sprint fans and that. What they should do is get all the mascots together and do like an it's a knockout type thing, where they've got to do all the. <laughs> so funny. Here come the Belgians. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, carrying on, um, we've got this guy's got guts. So we've spoken about yeah. that. Ben Leeper. Um, is that is that? Um... Barry Mitchell again, that artwork. Seems I think it's actually I think it's actually Tony Harding. Oh, okay. It looks, okay. It, it looks looks really similar though. I mean I must yeah. admit some of the styles are so similar. Um yeah, I, was, I, was, I think Tony Harding I think actually did some stuff for action. 
somebody correct well, he, me. He, he definitely did picture story monthlies because yeah, yeah, that was that's that's definitely that style for a, a few, right a lot of early ones. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, so this guy has got yeah story of Ben Leap. I think he was um yeah he's struggling in this particular um storyline. Um, so he wasn't actually doing that well as a goalkeeper. I think he, yeah, he lets loads of goals in, and then in the end, um, plays a blinder, and um, and they win the cup. There you go, unusual, isn't it? Really, who would have thought it? And then yeah, obviously it's a sports magazine, magazine. So it's a sports magazine, but sports annual. And then you've got a tennis player, Buster, who yeah. um, looks a bit like Pat Cash, really. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was a lot like Pat Cash, but it's, um, yeah, so you covered tennis and I think that's a pretty bad it really, it's what I was going to cover really, yeah. Oh, and then on the back we've got Barry Sheen, who was, um, just, there's a, that, um, a, bit of a that feature on Barry Sheen. That you got that intercity super league thing was a yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, I was so trying to get my head that. around that. Well, it was, yeah. was it on the computer, was it? Yeah. So, so this uh, again, I'm not an expert on it, but I do remember this, and it was quite interesting. So, what it is is that some of the reporters in each of the areas. So, basically, the the whole country is split into twelve areas, and you'd yeah. have teams like North London, Thames Southern, South Coast City, East England. And teams from those areas, so reporters, scoop reporters, apparently scoop reporters, I don't know, um, would in each area would pick a team from the teams in that particular area. Yeah. So, if it was so North Paul, London, Paul City was Paul City, Paul was City would the, be the best of Everton, Ever, Ever, Everton, Tramier, and the red team. Um, yeah. <laughs> they'd have them. And then, yeah, apparently what would happen is, and everything would be fed in. So the weather, the the, the the form of the players, et cetera, et cetera, whether home or away. And yeah, the teams have played each other three times, past record styles and statistics on every player available have been fed into the Scoop 2000 sports computer. And I'll, I'll put a picture of the computer on the screen there for you can see it. It looks like... Um, it's like something about Batman in the 60s or... Yeah, looks like a big Dalek. Well, you know, you know, it's kind of late 60s, early 70s um, films. Um, was it Charlie and Chocolate Factory where you've got Graham, Graham Garden who's um, he's feeding in trying to find out where the golden ticket is and it's got this, this computer which is the size of three houses. Yeah. And, it, and you get a ticker tape coming out and he reads... And there's paper it's... coming out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the scene. <laughs> That's as, that's that's the same as the, the Scoop 2000 sports computer. And from there, they, they come out with a whole match report. The whole match report is there of the match. And you'd have pictures that even oh, well. recreate down there on, on the screen there, recreate some action from the actual game. Fantastic. Ooh, right. and, okay. um, and then you'd have a table and you'd have results every week. And... Um, yeah, so that's it, fantastic. Quite, that's great. <laughs> whoever thought it up was... It was Genius idea. I do remember yeah. it at the time. And I've, obviously, as you do, you know, being a Millwall fan, I'll just look out, see if there's any Millwall players mentioned. I can't remember ever any <laughs> Millwall fans. Even though we would have been 10-7. So, I mean, there's not yeah, many teams that... Or you'd be Palace, Charlton, Millwall, and that's yeah. it, really. But I can't remember. 
Anyway, I'll get over it. It's a long time ago now. It's fine. I'm fine. But um, yeah, yeah Intercity Super League. It's yeah. interesting. Who's that? Is the table in that one? Yeah. Who, so uh, yeah, who's Actually, top in that one? Are you asking that because you know, or are you asking that because you're out of interest? No, honestly, I don't know. I think we know who's going to win that, don't we? Oh, Pool City, right? Okay. Pool City. Pool. Pool. The Scouts City is the top by one point. Over Fantastic. the Glasgow Wanderers. Um, where would Scunthorpe then? Where'd they be north? Northeast, would they? Uh, so I'm trying to have a look. Northeast or six, nine. You'd be Leeds, Leeds District, probably Leeds District. Right, yeah, possibly. That's unusual why they call it Leeds District. I mean, that's going to make it a bit awkward for non-Leeds fans, isn't it, really? I think they <laughs> should have changed it, really. I wouldn't have been comfortable with that. No, that's a bit... I'm not that happy with Pool City, but... Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, you know... But it, at least it's the city. It is the city. It is the city. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I like the way they called the computer. They put two thousand in the title to make it just seem like really yeah. futuristic. Sci-fi. Sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, yeah. By the year two thousand, but everyone's going to have a computer. Some guy inside, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like yeah. something behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's scoop. That's the scoop annual. Yeah. What do you think, guys? Fantastic. Would you like? Oh, yeah, it did, didn't it? There's a lot of content in there, isn't there? Well, these annuals, you can't really review them properly because there's loads of content in them. But um, yeah, some good, some good, good. um, Yeah, some good features, and it's it's just like it's it's like we said this before. It's a it's a throwback, isn't it? Like you know, Ridders, you know, you're not recognising Terry McDermott. You know, it's very much of its time. You know, if you you weren't around in the early '80s, then you're not going to know that. Similarly, you know. One of these in the sixties or fifties, I'd I'd struggle there. You know, it's um, yeah, it's it's more of a nostalgia look back. Oh, totally. at football at yeah. that time, really. Yeah, I'm gonna dig mine out now, though. Yeah, you yeah. should do. You should. Do. Yeah. You should do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good trip down memory lane, because there must be a, that goalie's got guts in the eighty four and eighty five ones. I assume. Yeah, 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 yeah. It will be. Yeah, Ben Leeper will be yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Actually, he he played. Wait, sorry, just before we move on, he he played for Manchester City. So you were oh, talking okay. earlier about one of the teams. Yeah. He's t- he played for Manchester City. Ah, uh, right. So, yeah. So there's a DC Thompson. Yeah. You know, full pitch yeah. Stubby Muffley. Champ. Yeah. There was a yeah. there was a Manchester City and Manchester United used quite regularly. Yeah. Right. So if he's played one of them, yeah, great. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. So that's it, really. That's the uh, end of the episode. So. Um, yeah. So let's. I think it's time then to um, thanks. Thank you very much for your review and thanks for your help there Simo as well um, in your comments um, so it's time to do the site address so we just so the champ we are united site so we just search for it in oh, Google yeah. yeah search for it in Google so search for it in yeah. Google it's, yeah. it's got pro boards in there somewhere as well and the dot com yeah. um, but yeah go to go go to that site I know goal's been um, kind of reviewing and refreshing it and stuff like that. But there's huge amounts of information in there, like archive information and stuff like that about Boy the Bovers, Champ, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, there's a lot on there. There's the Champ stuff, but there's also the um, the old uh, Roy the Rovers uh, run board stuff from 
really far back. Well, a lot of that's been that. archived in there. Yeah, a lot yeah, of schools yeah. archives, a lot of that in there as well. So for, yeah, so loads of stuff in there. Superb archive of information yeah. there if anybody's interested in it. Um, yeah. And then there's the Twitter handle you can get us on, which is at champ underscore R. That's at champ underscore R, A-R-E. Um, and obviously we, we post this podcast on the Weather Rovers 40 Years After Facebook page. And we'll be doing that on the um, Champ one as well, going forward as well. But so go, go will give some more information about that um, in the next episode. So I think that's us really. So all I need to say is um, say the goodbyes then really. We'll be looking ahead to um, episode 56 when, when Goal comes back, which we'll record in a few weeks' time. So Simo? Yes, uh, that was a great episode. Thanks for having me, guys, and I uh, hope everybody listening enjoyed it. And we will be back with a full compliment, hopefully. Hopefully mm. so. Hopefully so. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it will be. And a goodbye from Ridders. Uh, yeah, goodbye, everybody. I uh, hope you enjoy the podcast. Um, and thanks for all the, uh, the good feedback that we've been getting. It's, uh, yeah, much appreciated. I uh, hope you enjoy this one too. We'll see you soon. Yep. And it's uh, a goodbye from me, Matt. Um, hope you enjoyed it all. Keep all the feedback coming in and we look forward to coming back next time with Goal, our esteemed leader. Yep. So it's, it's good night from everybody. Cheers. Good night.